Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcasts. My name's Darren, and I'm here with Mark. And this week, we finally got Mayor Pete to go to East Palestine, Ohio. Palestine. Palestine, whatever. It's Palestine. Just because you call yourself Palestine doesn't mean it doesn't say Palestine. Anyway. You know the only reason he went, right? Because Trump went the day before. Boom. Yeah, which is hilarious. And then, I don't know if you've been seeing all of the, like, the, like, questions he's getting answered. He has absolute contempt for anybody asking him a question. Like, he can't even hide it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if unless he's being asked softball questions, he doesn't want to answer the plebes questions. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then didn't he say he was he was taking family time or something when he was asked one of those questions? No, he was on his walk. He was on a walk with his husband. Which where were their kids? And, yeah. and you know, and and so then um, he was asked questions about, "Hey, when are you going to go there?" And he was like, "I'm I'm taking personal time right now." Well, you know what? Any any person who has a job. Uh, of, of you know that's other than probably entry level job um there is no personal time my boss calls me at seven o'clock at night you know saying hey i i need you to go look at the, something guess what i'm going to go look at something you know i'm i'm going to be signing on to to try and figure out what's going on when you are the secretary of transportation if you have if you have a constituent uh, a citizen asking you questions a journalist asking you questions you know that that's what comes with public life and and for you to sit there and go well this is let me take your picture because i'm gonna run it on my national database to figure out who you are you know yeah that was really creepy i mean he's i don't know he's trying to intimidate her for asking him questions yeah i mean that's not i i this has really gotten to the point where I don't know it. These people shouldn't be in office. This this shouldn't this shouldn't be the way stuff is run. It just I don't know. You, it's like you know they have they have immense disdain for the plebes asking them questions. And mm-hmm. you know what? It's fine. You can have as much disdain as you want. Don't take the job. Yeah. Just go do something else with your life. You're a public servant. That means you serve the public. That means that that lady asking you a question is your boss. The government does not control you. You control the government. And people need to start realizing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're trying to make it so that the... Uh... That the you know the 
the, the basically the takers are the majority and they can just vote themselves more money, which becomes the end of the society. And on a some level, I think that's what they want so that they yeah. can remake society in their image. Well, they want communism. I mean, it's, there's no, no, there's no, um, uh, hiding what they want. I mean, they, they come out and say it They're you know, AOC said, why do, why is communism such a bad word? Well, maybe because it's killed 60 million people easily, <laughs> you know, that's oh, just I'm sorry. In China. Yeah. That's just in China. I mean, Stalin, what do, what do they think? Is it, is it closer to 80 to 90 million people that Stalin killed? Just him. I don't know. You I know, mean, that's, that's a long day killing 90 million people. God, yes. But, um, well, well here's what, here's what I think the, the major issue is, is they, you know, communism, they think that they're, well, not necessarily communism, but, but just in general, they're, they're the rulers. They're the, they're the intelligent ones. They're the ones who went to school. They went to Harvard cock. And, you know, whenever you, somebody says they went to Harvard, you have to say cock because every time they say Harvard, you just have to say cock because that makes Harvard a little less stupid, you know, makes them seem a little stupid because all they do is they talk about Harvard. But that's, not, that's, that's an aside. They, you know, they got this education and they're the smart ones and they should be the rulers, even though that's not the outcome. That's not the outcome that happens. It's usually the person that you know, works harder is the one that gets the, you know, that, that makes more money and that starts, you know, whatever company and they bring it to fruition because they had the, they had the wherewithal and they had the, the work ethic. It's not necessarily the guy that went to Harvard that is that person. Obviously you, you get some things by going to Harvard, most, mostly just the networking, but they, they think that, you know, they should, they, it was their preordained right to be the rulers because of what, because of the family they came from and the education that they got when that's not what, that's not the outcome that happens. So they have this disdain for the people that, you know, have money, but they made it themselves because that's mm -hmm. not the way it should be. It should be them ruling us. And you should just get in line because, you know, you weren't born to the right family or, you know, you didn't go to the right school. And it's, yep. it's really sickening, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you look at Mayor Pete, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, a college town. He's so learned. He's, he's so worldly. Oh, my God. You're the greatest, Mayor Pete. Just please, can I kiss your shoes? Go fuck yourself. You took two months off. In the middle of the worst shipping crisis in the country. You're the reason that people have disdain for you. The reason is because you don't do your fucking job. Um, I thought it was the greatest self-own ever. When he was in that interview and he was like, Well, let's face it. I was mayor of my, t of my town, South Bend, for eight years. And we saw a lot of tragedies during that time. Some man-made. Wait, <laughs> did yeah, you just... <laughs> I would like to see any tragedy that he had to face. Well, there was a yeah. pothole on Maine, uh, but he couldn't get that filled. I heard uh, that his boyfriend, I heard that his husband got monkeypox. That sounds like a challenge. 
Is that true? No. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. It's got to start somewhere. <laughs> um. Well, but I mean, like, he basically, he basically, when you're the mayor of a small town like that, you know, and I say small town because it, it's probably what? Is South Bend less than 100,000 people? Well, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it is, but I mean, he, the only reason why he showed up there is because he thought it was bent over, not South Bend. <laughs> he thought it was French lick. Uh... <laughs> uh... Let's see, South Bend, Indiana, hundred and three thousand three hundred and fifty-three. Oh, so yeah, close. close. I mean, but um, that—that's a small town comparative, you know, right? Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be that many disasters in a hundred thousand people in in Indiana, right? You know, I mean, there just there shouldn't be that many issues that you have to get go through so i really want to know what his what were all these natural all these disasters that that they had to go through was it was it the that they got the wrong lights for underneath that bridge I got two words for you manti teo oh <laughs> that oh that's he wasn't story. real mark she wasn't real oh my god did you watch that documentary on that yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, oh, yeah. to be honest, he was just taken advantage of. Yep. yep. And and everyone made it, all the mainstream media uh, made it about him and saying that he lied. Mm-hmm. When, no, he just got, he got lied to. And his only, his only sin was that he was, he was too trusting um, uh, of a really good liar. <laughs> you know? Well, the best part about the whole thing was, is like the documentarians are like trying to make, you know, they're trying to respect the person that completely lied their ass off and ruined the guys. You know, it cost him millions of dollars for this story to come out. Like he was going to go like top 10, you know, and the difference between going top 10 and going like second round or whatever, wherever he went in the draft, maybe it was mm-hmm. third round. I can't remember. But the difference is millions of dollars. I mean, it's probably ten to fifty million dollars that he lost because this person did this to him. And they're well, just no. like, they're like, she identifies as a woman, you know. Now <laughs> and the freaking thing, there's like, she should identify as a liar is what she should identify, and she should, you know, he should identify as a liar. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I. It's just like, yeah. I, I don't know. That whole, I, that whole thing, and then just respecting, like, respecting trans people is one thing, but respecting assholes that are trans people is a completely different thing. Well, yeah, and, I mean, it, it's about what, what does respect for trans people mean. You know, if you want yeah. somebody who wants to live their life, you know, and you're just asking me to be civil to them, absolutely. Um if you're if you're asking me to uh, call uh, a he a she, no, thank you. you know? Yeah, you can you can ask me to do that, and I may comply, but you cannot order me to do it. Yep, but I mean that that's where we're at though now is, is yeah. that they are ordering you to do it. We you we know? graduated from from politely asking you to do something for them to ordering you to do something for them. 
and I just don't play that game no, no more. Yeah, <laughs> you me know, neither. like like so that was the other big news uh, this week was kind of that conservative blowback to Matt Walsh. Did we talk about this last week? Uh maybe. Yeah, but I mean, like there there has been this conservative blowback a little bit, and I guess that's been kind of an ongoing story. You know, where some of these people are like, well. He's just being mean, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And that's not going to help in the culture war. And, and, and I think that we, now that I'm thinking about it, I think we did talk about like, you know, it's, it's time to stop being nice. Like, you know, the, this whole idea of, um, you know, I just want to be nice. Well, you know, like what you just said, uh, we're being asked to be nice and to call them a woman because they want to be called a woman. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm demanding you call me a woman. Uh, you know what? I guess nice was the bad way to go on this, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, people are talking about him being mean. If somebody tries to confuse my children in gender, in gender ideology, I'm going to make Matt Walsh look like Mr. Rogers. All right. So it's not, it's not being mean. It's just being truthful. And, and you know what, we do need to get back to, to a little bit of shame in this country. Um, because, uh, the fact, the fact that when we lost our moral compass, um, you know, because we just wanted to be nice and wanted everyone to love one another, we really lost, uh, our way on that. Yeah. So, I mean, I've known transgender people in the past, you know, I have no problem with them. I have no problem if, if you're an adult and you want to become transgender. Um, but the second you start saying, no, you will address me by so-and-so now. No. The moment you say, I want to read to your kid at at their school. No, (laughs) that's not going to happen. You know, um, you know, that, uh, all the, all these drag queen story hours, all these bullshit about um you know now you know tennessee passed passed a law where like you can't have these drag queen shows in presence of a kid and so they're like well that's gonna ruin pride parades okay i mean yeah i ain't got no problem with that (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's 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 like i i just don't understand why people are you know uh, I, well, no, I do understand it. I understand, you know, people wanting to be nice and wanting to say that, uh, we need to go back to, you know, let, let everyone be themselves. Well, we did that. And it turns out that the, that, that, that the religious right was saying that this was a slippery slope. Um, and they were right. We should have listened, you know? So. Mm-hmm. So, switching topics here, there's an interesting, there's there's a person that's been making the rounds on CNN and MSNBC and pretty much anybody that'll listen, and she happens to be the foreperson of the Trump special, uh, what what is it, the... The, the grand jury. Grand jury, um, yeah. Yep. So, I don't know... My my spidey tense senses tell me that maybe she's lying and she's really not. But oh, my God, this woman is nuts. That is the forewoman. 
how, I mean, how do we know though? Because that's all that stuff is sealed. Um, I mean, I, th- I, I think like the indictments are sealed, but, but I, yeah, I don't. Th- they wouldn't let the names of the jurors out because they could be theoretically, you know, people could attack them for indicting Trump. You know, that would be the the, the logical thinking. But but she outed herself. Yeah, like she, she outed herself, the but they still wouldn't release the names even if she outed herself. But I mean, like, it's not it's not that, like those grand jury people were hidden in the courtroom. You know, I'm sure that there was news organizations in there, you know, and they're told to respect the privacy. They're not allowed to, like, follow them or approach them outside. But have this forewoman, you know, be released, you know, thank you for your service. You you can now go about now that you that you've sent this out. You are not allowed to share what the results of like who, who you're recommending to indict. Um, but you can, you can talk about your feelings about the case, but you can't talk about this. I, I think, um, I think it's great. You know, actually this, this woman is, is helping Trump out quite a bit because, um, even if this DA is dumb enough to go forward with whatever the grand jury said, Already you can say that the grand jury was tainted by this person who literally said she really just wanted to subpoena Trump because she wanted to she thought it would be so cool to look him in the eye and say, Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth? You know? Um yeah. it's it's a you know, it's this uh, whole, oh, we got him now. I mean they're they're they were so wrapped up into thinking that, oh, we're gonna get him, we're gonna get him that they might they might have just blew the whole case. Well, I mean, they don't the the prosecutor doesn't necessarily need to indict Trump even if the grand jury says that he can. So, yeah. I I don't know if he will end up indicting him unless he's just going to slow roll it, she whatever, it. Unless she, no, unless it's going to unless it's going to slow roll it until right before you know, the the election just to make maximum damage, which would be misconduct, I would think, on their part. I mean, I would think it's got to indict, indict Trump right away. You know what I mean? Because uh, you, you can't wait now. I mean, you either do it or you don't. I mean, I mean, isn't that kind of the, the whole Fourth Amendment? You know, right to a speedy trial or Fifth Amendment? Fourth. Or, yeah. wait... Yeah, so fourth. it's the fourth or the fifth. Yeah, well, fifth is you don't have to incriminate yourself. Fifth. <laughs> no. Yeah, but they're all part of the same thing, though. I mean, yeah. some of them they have multiple clauses, but yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, you're right. But um, the uh, you're right. I think that they're gonna try to slow roll it. They're gonna wait until probably you know, 2024, you know, and then they'll say, oh, well, we are moving forward with an indictment and they're going to, they're going to try to keep it fresh in everyone's mind and all this over that phone call, which they know it all hinges on how do you take him saying that I think that there's fraud. Um, and I want you to find, I want you to find these fraud, fraudulent votes, or I want you to find the votes that should have went to me that you're not counting. And Trump wasn't technically wrong. They did find, um, 
X amount of votes after after that conversation where they were like, oh yeah, this is these were sitting in the back and they're heavily Trump, you know. Um, but I don't I mean, understand. I don't. I don't understand. Even if he said that and it, and he completely meant that you need to find these votes, how is that a crime? Well, if he's saying, if he is saying like if make if, up these votes, it's like still not a crime. Well, it's election it's, fraud. It's a crime if he's saying, you know, I'm going to get you if you don't do it. That's a crime. But just be like, you need to find these votes because, you know, they should have been there. So you find them no matter what. Well, but I mean, if you're saying make up these votes, like change out the election uh, numbers, I don't care how you do it. If you have to, if you just have to screw with the numbers to get me the win, get me the win. That would be so, election okay, okay. fraud. So, so basically what you're saying is if I tell you that you should get here as fast as possible and you better drive 100 miles an hour to get here, I should get a speeding ticket. Well, so here's how dumb some of those things are. Um, back <laughs> in the day, right, Dodd-Frank, uh, when mm-hmm. the whole mortgage crisis was going on, I was part of a group where I had to tell people, if you are able to sign this sheet, please do so, uh, and when, so that we can start working on your mortgage uh, refinance. And the reason why I had to phrase it that way is because if I said, hey, sign these papers and then get them back to us, well, I didn't know if they had ever committed fraud, and so then the bank would be held responsible for me enticing them to commit fraud. Yeah, I I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think telling somebody to commit a crime, even even if you know it's a crime, right? But telling somebody to go rob a bank, like if I told you, go rob a bank tomorrow, how are you going to hold me responsible? I didn't do it. Well, I wasn't going to do it until you asked me to, but now I'm yeah. going to have to. Because yeah, I just it's so, so now just, it's cons- conspiracy. I, I yeah I yeah well it's con- it, you can get him for conspiracy but you can't get him for election fraud. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I, it, I would think I would think you got to have a way to benefit because you know you got then I guess any rapper that's ever made a rap song I guess is definitely you know. Well, I'm a so, pimp. You know, go get you got to smack them hoes to get them in line. So now they're a conspiracy to commit pimping. So there is actually some laws out there to where um, you're not allowed to use rap music because yeah. of, yeah, because because rappers were rapping specifically about how they killed somebody and the cops put it together that, yeah, they did it because they wouldn't have known all of these facts in their raps. If, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just freedom of speech, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, think about it, right? Let's say I tied myself to a tree, shot myself with a shotgun. Then, after I shot myself with a shotgun with a big hole in my chest, I picked up the shells, and then hid the gun somewhere so that no one yeah. would know and then tied myself back up to a tree, right? Like, if I wrote a rap song about that, obviously that's what happened. 
um, Grandmaster C. (laughs) (laughs) How this can't be real. Like, oh, it's I, real. you know, you know, you see it online, you see, you, you see that stuff online, but do you actually, I mean, I mean, how much truth is there to it? You know, Vince Foster, the whole Vince Foster thing, when, when he supposedly killed himself, shot himself and whatever, and did the same thing, tied himself up, shot himself in the head or whatever. I mean, there's kind of leeway there. Like it, it's possible that he could have killed himself. It's, it's highly unlikely but like it was possible. This does not seem possible at all. Um. So I was trying to rack my brain about this just as like a logic uh, thing um, and said, how could they explain this away? And the only possible scenario I could see is um, this guy hung himself with a cable a farmer came along, got startled by a guy out of the corner of their eye, turned around, shot him with a shotgun, realizing, oh shit, he's dead. Um, you know, and then explain that to the cops. But you think that the the news media then would say the shotgun was unrelated to the death because it happened post-mortem, you know, by the person that found him. You know, like... Um, like that would be part of the story, and it's obviously not. And they didn't find a gun around him. They didn't find the shotgun shells around him. He didn't have a shotgun on him. There was no shotgun or shotgun shells in the car. So, right? Yeah. That that's. So yeah, despite so this is on the New York Post, death of of Scott Clinton aide with Epstein ties found tied to tree ruled suicide despite no gun at the scene. Uh I mean it's New York Post. I don't know if I trust the New York Post too much <laughs> anymore, but yeah. Oh, it's got It's a shotgun shot to the to the chest too, right? I don't know. But yeah, I mean if if that's if that's the story that makes absolutely no sense. I mean, they're just kind of shoving your face into it now of yeah, we're hiding this shit. You know, we don't we don't want anyone to know what happened at that island. You know, I mean, you're hearing horrific horrific stuff coming out of stories from that island. Like survivors saying that, you know, I, I've I've watched powerful people rape and then murder a child. You know? Yeah. I mean and and yeah. people who are like, Well, no, this is this is crazy, you know? Why would that be true? Well, because look at the people in charge. There are all these people with pentagrams, and I'm a Wiccan like that, like that foreman from the from the um, Trump trial, right? You know, like yeah. they've all fallen out of moral high regard. You know, She's a Harry Potter fan. 
Yeah, but, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it is bad that she's a Slytherin, so, you know. Whatever that is. <laughs> Slytherin are the bad people. Here. Okay. Sweet. They like snakes. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, it was, uh, I mean, it, the people in charge have lost their moral compass. They are their own gods, and so they can do no wrong. And whoever they hurt along the way, that's fine, because suffering to their god is, is a good thing, right? Um, and, and, I mean, that, that is what all these people are. They don't, they don't care about anybody else. That's why you can throw another $140 billion at Ukraine uh, in aid. And and not worry about, you know, Ohio. Because you're actually getting that money back, and that is a good thing, because they're getting richer. Speaking of Ukraine, if if Russia does nuke, nuke us because of this, which is looking more and more likely every day, I seriously hope they... We, we won't retaliate if you take out Washington, D.C. Oh. We won't. Let's just we'll just call it a draw. We'll call it a draw. Yeah. No, you you can't do that, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean it it I mean now China and Russia are getting buddy buddy. Um they're gonna start providing armament. I mean it's I mean, we're on a path to World War Three. Like we only have like mm-hmm. a three percent chance of avoiding it. Well, they're just China's. China's only goal is to weaken us enough so that they can just walk through Taiwan, and then we won't do anything about it. And like Ukraine, Russia, Ukraine. Who cares? Russia's not going to be another. Is never going to be a superpower again. They got nukes, so they have some sway, but they're not. They're not going to be a superpower. China's the other superpower. It's the United States and China. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't know. And then, and then you know, China's really not much... I mean, economically, they could collapse any second if they... if we stop buying their shit because they won't know what to make it for, right? The people can't afford it. So they make it for us and we can afford it. So we send them, you know, more money back, which I don't understand how any of this stuff works because we're just sending them money. Maybe our stuff is so much better they want to buy it. I don't know. But, um... Like, how does that work if we just if we just keep taking from them and then we never give them anything back? Well, I mean, we're we're inflating our our currency because we're we're spending more money than what we have. At some point, it's going to come back and bite us in the ass, you know. Yeah, but how does um, that work, though? I mean, how do you? I mean, you 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 can give currency to other countries, right? Yeah, they can buy but, your debt. Then they buy then they buy stuff from you, right? They buy things from you. But if we yeah. don't ever give them anything, what is the what is their incentive to buy any to sell us stuff if they never get anything back for it? Well they get they do get stuff back for it, you know. What little pieces of paper that say IOU? No, I mean at the end of the day they're buying up our debt. They're gonna own us, you know. Yeah, little pieces of paper that say IOU. That's what I just yeah. said. No, but I mean, but I mean, at the, um, the, the misconception is, you know, 
all of China, uh, all their people are poor. Well, that's not true. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have 200, 300 billionaires, you know? Um, now, now, uh, you know, are they going to be completely wealthy? Probably not, but they're also building their, they're building their network so that they can go around us so that they can be the superpower. China always thinks about things in, you know, the long game, you know, uh, and, and we're not, we're not thinking about the long game. We're just thinking about right now. Uh, and, and eventually they're going to overtake us, you know, eventually they're, they're going to stop selling us stuff because we're not going to be able to afford it. Um, but, but then who do they sell it to? That's, that's my, that's kind of my point. Like who do they sell it to after that? Um, they won't have to worry about it because they'll mean? own everything. You yeah. know, once you, once you have, once you have all the, all the boredom monopoly, even though somebody else might have $15,000, it's only a matter of time before they go around that board and they land on something of yours that they go bankrupt, right? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what they're doing with the one one belt, one road, right? Um, they're making it so that they'll own all the mineral resources, they'll own the oil, they'll own all these, um, all these infrastructure places. It's a debt trap. And pretty soon they'll be the the only game in town. Now, how does that work with America's resources? I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, but they're also buying up our land. They're also buying up our, our companies. They're also buying up um, all of our secrets and, and, you know, letting weather balloons, you know, capture uh, everything um, of our of our secret and our technology. So, I mean, at some point, it doesn't matter what they're going to try to sell us. We won't have the money to buy it, but they won't need it because they'll own everything. They will, they will be the first global empire. Um, and, and we might have our own government, but they'll be the ones in control of it. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to work that way, but it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, we, we don't need to be second either way. Uh, well, I don't, we don't I don't think we'll be place. second. We won't, we won't even be, we won't even be second. You know, yeah. if our, if, if, if they stop backing the dollar as the world reserve, as the world reserve, uh, currency, um, they stop using it as the petrodollar, uh, we'll hit mega inflation, ultra inflation, you know, um, and we'll slowly just start selling off parts of our country to try and pay back our debt. And, and soon America is all of our resources. And I mean, and heck that's even if we have a country by that point. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we're letting, we're, we're letting in so many, um, uh, foreigners, uh, and illegal immigrants that we don't have a national, uh, identity anymore. We're not going to have a national, um, language. We won't have a national ideal. Um, I mean, that's, that's what's happening right now. I mean, you you hear about all these uh, work visas that we're, that we're letting in. We're now importing the outsourcing. You know, we're now we're now rather than sending a um, 
a job over to India, we're, we're giving these people special visas to come over here and work for a, a reduced rate um, over here, you know? Uh, and, and so, I mean, what happens when, you know, we're, we're letting in 40, you know, million illegal immigrants in, in the country that are making up about 10% of our country, uh, right now. And what happens when they start having kids and, and, and outbreeding us? Yeah. And I'm, and, and I'm not talking about race. I'm not even talking about race. I'm just talking about national um identity you know um you know what happens i'm not talking about you know one race over another i'm just talking about what happens when you have 40 million people who decide that we need to be in communism and another 30 million people who say i'm i'm 100% communist uh against the communists and and i'm for free open markets and no uh no government and then you have another group that that's christian but another group that's muslim and you know we get rid of our holidays and you know we lose everything that's been america for for as long as we've been a nation Mm -hmm. you know so and, and and like i said i'm not i'm not talking about races because it wouldn't matter if all these people came in here and then they all decided that they wanted to be one nation under under God, you know, um saluting the American flag and all and 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 we all held American values, but what the hell are even American values right now? Mhm. So, all right, you want to do uh stories? Yeah, uh, sure. All right, I'll I'll go first. Uh, this one's from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Number of gunshot victims in Minneapolis is up 90% from last year. Solutions eva- elusive. <laughs> Amid struggles to develop a new approach to public safety, there is, there is a despairingly familiar problem. How to curb surging violence as the weather warms. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's ridiculous too. They, there was a stabbing in Minneapolis and they were trying to figure out, you know, like what caused this. Well, people started pointing out, you know, that you fired the resource officer up there, you know, two months before the stabbing and violence in the, in the schools just skyrocketed. Is that because he couldn't have cops in the schools? Yep. Yeah. It's familiar. All right. Um, black students violently forced their white peers to pledge allegiance to Black Lives Matter at an elementary school. One white student was punched in the head and dragged back to the courtyard until they would bow down to the BLM students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems to be normal now. All right, this one's from uh, uh, British, um, uh, the UK Daily Mail. British taxpayer-funded anti-extremist study finds that Shakespeare, Orwell, and Tolkien, key texts for white supremacists. Oh, my God. 
So yeah, if you like Shakespeare, Orwell, or J.R. Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, you're a white supremacist, or you're 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 more likely to be a white supremacist. What about Tolkien, though? In Tolkien, you mean uh, from South Park? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. His family loves Tol- Tolkien so much. His name is Tolkien, right? Nope. <laughs> um, why you should stop eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The dogmatic adherence to mealtimes is anti-science, racist, and might actually be what's making you sick. <laughs> I don't, why is it racist? Is it because people of color don't get to have meals with families at a certain time? Is that the, oh, is that the reason why? I don't know. Yeah. Lessons from The Guardian. Hate your body. You're more likely to have... Or sorry, hate body order. You're more likely to have right-wing views. Yeah, I just said that was actually my next one. <laughs> Yeah. So basically, if you uh, if you hate stinky hippies, you're more you're more likely to be a right winger. No shit. Yeah. Um. This is from the Daily Star. I can't pole dance because of toxic farts keep leaking out and that smell like gas leaks. Okay. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is pretty, this is a pretty good story. The Indian woman who married herself inspired by the, inspired by a Netflix show, a 24 year old Kashma Bindu tied the knot with herself last month. The first example of sologamy in India. (laughs) It's just so funny. They just, people just need to come up with something new that they can be their own little diamond. In the rough. It's so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. You're not, just like Fight Club, you're not special. <laughs> um, this one isn't a headline, but this was a, uh, you know those quizzes that always come up when you're yeah. searching stuff? Yeah. So, I forget what I was searching up. It was like, you know, looking for, oh, it was looking for a, uh, a thing for a ring doorbell on vinyl siding, like so that it will sit flat. Mm-hmm. And so, as I was looking for it, it popped up uh, gay test. Am I gay? Take the test and find out. If that test isn't, do you have a dick up your ass right now? You're not gay. All right. Well, I mean, like, why? Why would there be a test out there? Like. If it's supposed to be that I've always known, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I was born this way. Why would there be a test out there that, 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 you know, like, oh, well, I'm not quite sure. So I better take a test to see. This is a picture of Carl. Is Carl hot? <laughs> <laughs> a hot Carl. No. Are you sure? Yes. Was that a yes that he was hot or no that? <laughs> so you're either gay or you're easily tricked. <laughs> yeah. Well, you. So the first word is, you like cock? No. Are you sure? Yes. 
Have you ever tried, though? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is pretty good. This this one's in the international news section. Spain decriminalizes sex acts with animals as long as there is no physical injury. Bestiality will no longer be considered a criminal offense if there are no injuries to the animal. Oh. What what the hell's wrong with you, Spain? Cool your jets. <laughs> um This might have been for the the test thing here, but uh help. My husband disappears to Thailand weekly and spends hundreds of dollars. He won't tell me what he's been into. I'm guessing no good. Have you ever heard of the phrase lady boy? <laughs> oh. All right. I think believe this is from the Daily Mail. Um, Megan, as in Megan Markle, has been upset and overwhelmed by her depiction in the South Park in depiction on South Park for days after a relevant US cartoon describes Duchess as a sorority girl actress influencer victim in scaling <laughs> episode. It was a pretty good episode. Yeah, that's hilarious. They're branding everybody, but every everybody's a victim. Yeah. Well, and then also, we just want to be left alone world tour. <laughs> yeah. Stop looking at us as they're holding signs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then uh, the best was, um, you know, they never mentioned them by name, but obviously you knew who it was supposed to be. And then at the very end, you know, he's like, um, <laughs> at the very end, he's like, he's like, we want, we're not going to do these brandings anymore. We, we're going to be ourselves and we're going to be just happy with who we are. Right, honey? And she just stands there. Hello? Yeah. Opens her up. Hello! <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I'm think. I'm pretty sure that this is a joke one, but I can't, just can't ever tell anymore, right? Um, Sam Smith threatens to cancel Manchester gig until the city is renamed Themchester. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> this one's pretty good. This one's from... Um, Yahoo News, diversity activists who claim to be Latino, Arab, South Asian, uh, outed as white by her mother. She should have figured it out when when she claimed to be half Latino, half Arab, half South Asian. (laughs) That's a big woman. (laughs) That's, I don't know, checks out. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, that that kind of that kind of goes with my last one here. Um, Sixty Illinois schools have zero students that are proficient at math or reading. Sixty Illinois schools. Sixty Illinois schools have zero students. Absolutely nobody is proficient in math or reading. Story checks out. <laughs> All right, this is this is an opinion from I have no idea. I, I think it was like the New York Times. I think it was like the New York Times. 
opinion, Elon Musk has put every lost young man on Twitter in the crosshairs of the far right. And then it's uh, letting X. Here's the byline is letting letting the expert online recruiters patriotic alternative back on the platform isn't a win for free speech, but for fascism. And she looks like what I don't understand about a lot of these stories is like or a lot of these companies like the New York Times, they have pictures of their authors on there, you know, mm-hmm. like this is your picture. This is like your headshot, like your professional picture. And she looks like shit. Like, why wouldn't you like dress for the, I don't know. Do you have any more? Uh, no, that was my last one. This is from the Daily Mail again. Death of, oh yeah, here it is. Death, death of Clinton aide linked to Jeffrey Epstein found shot and tied to a tree with an electrical cord around his neck ruled a suicide. So yeah, I guess. that's It's getting around that that's probably accurate. Okay, so here's a, here's a pretty good one. This one's from the New York Post. And I'm pretty, and I think this is true. But uh, skin... Skin rotting drug Trank, T R A N Q, infiltrates big cities, zombifying bodies. So, uh, this is like a horse sedative that is not a. Is, it's, it's like an opioid, but it's not an illegal drug because it's used it's not for human use, but people have been getting a hold of it and they figured out that they can take it and it's like a heroin i guess it makes you you know incredibly relaxed and you know kind of in a euphoric sleepy state and i guess people have been taking it in like philadelphia and it's gotten to the west coast and that's where all of those shots you know um of all the people just kind of like walking down the streets like zombies it's from this drug my god what is yeah. wrong with people? I know. It's but pretty Gavin, nuts. But Gavin Newsom wants to make that legal, right? Probably. All right, this, here's my last one. It's a quote from KJP, you know, Karen, whatever the hell her name is, the press Karen secretary. Here. Yeah. So this is, this is the quote from her, um, paraphrased, but it's pretty much direct. The cabinet is a majority, is ma- the cabinet is a majority people of color. The cabinet is a majority female. A majority of the White House senior staff identify as female. That's funny in and of itself. 40% identify as part of a racial, racially diverse communities and a record seven assistants to the president are openly LGBTQ+. Plus. So, yeah. Is that just so that he'll stop smelling them, or? Well, I, I think They're it's more. Ch- I think it's more. Um, a, a minority of people are competent. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. Is they took they took, you know, they took the minority and made it made it the majority, and all of a sudden, the majority is now the minority, and the majority before was competency. Yeah. But. What are you going to do, I guess? Mm. All right, who's Nothing. your best person of the week, or your worst person of the week? 
Uh, you go first with worst person because I got two. So depending on who you got. Uh, Joy Behar. Oh, okay. She was on The View today and she basically said that the people of East Palestine, Ohio, they um, deserved it because they were 40% for Trump. They deserved what they got because, you know, Trump was um, against more regulations for the train industry on the brakes, which the brakes didn't fail. The axle and the wheel bearings failed on the axle. So it's not even that. But because they voted for Trump, they kind of you kind of got what you deserved. East Palestine. So. Yeah, she is. um, Her and Whoopi. Constantly try to outdo each other for the stupidest, most racist thing they can say. You know? Well, Joy Behar's not even Jewish. Well, why why do you think... Why is that a deal? Because she acts Jewish. She says all the Jewish phrases. She pretty much speaks Yiddish on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, I'm Vaklept. You know, she talks like that. <laughs> and she um, changed her name. She took her, you know, she changed her name to Behar to make her seem more Jewish. Oh. Oh, yeah, I guess Behar could be that. Yeah, I I don't understand uh, her at all. Um, she's, she, uh, has just never been told, hey, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. And somebody really yeah. needs to say it to her. Yeah, her, her dad's name was Gino Acuccio, and her mom's name was Rose Carbone. So, Italian, Italian. So, yeah. She's 80? Jesus. She can't be 80. How old is Chelsea Handler, 80? <laughs> well, I, I know that uh, what's-her-face from the New York Times or the Washington Post. What's her, what's her name? Taylor Lorenz. Yeah, she's 80. Yeah. That's why she, that's why she has her uh, apartment set to 87 degrees. <laughs> and she's a demon. <laughs> um... Oh. So mine, I'm going to go with Angela Davis. Um, so Angela Davis has been this re- left-wing Marxist um, person who, you know, possibly was involved in murdering um, some officials in a courtroom. Like the guns that were used were... Um, linked back to her. She even served some jail time before she got let out um, uh, for that. And um, just a horrible, horrible person. And her whole thing has been that all of her ancestors, you know, uh, came over on slave ships. And and that's why uh, she has never been able to make anything of herself is because you know, her her family didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on her. Um, surprise twist, she is related 
to one of the original 101 members of the Mayflower. Interesting. So she didn't actually come over as a slave? Well, at least not one of her ancestors did. Now, that's not to say that um, all of her ancestors, um, you know, I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't it be amazing to be a, you know, what is that? The sons and daughters of America, you know, like if you can trace your lineage back to one of those members on the Mayflower, like you're in that one special group. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, she does, she didn't know that she didn't want to accept it. Um, she also didn't want to accept that one of her other, uh, ancestors was actually a slave owner, uh, um, in the South. Um, so she can link part of her heritage back to, um, back to a slave owner as well. So, I mean, here you have this leftist radical, um, who has talked about, you know, destroying America because um, all this stuff, and she finds out, you know, you know, she's she's also one of these big, big people that talk about reparations and how the descendants of slave owners need to pay reparations. Well, uh, that means you now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that most people aren't dis, aren't descendants of slave owners in the United States. You know, the number of people that were actually slave owners in the United States was not that large. And not only that, but there was a surprising number of black slave owners in the United States. Mm. So. I've never heard of, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I have heard of that before, but I mean, like, the, the one that I did hear of was, um, you know, when they have talked about uh um <laughs> when they've talked about uh I'm not laughing at that but um the slave trade and about how most of the slave trade was from you know other black people selling black people um, yeah we was tangs know. yeah well and that's what actually made me laugh was because I saw a meme um <laughs> uh this week uh where it was a chicken <laughs> thing too it's chicks we were dinosaurs <laughs> i just like if you if, what's one thing that just annoys me the sh- to shit about all watching like any tv show that's reality tv then you could you get to, like the african-american people on there that basically say oh she's my queen and he's my king and it's just like i'm just like come on stop with this bullshit I mean, just give it up. Like I don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying that. Well, they're saying it because they're inferring that they were kings and queens before they were taken over as slaves. Oh, I gotcha. Which, I mean, whatever, but you, you really think that every single black person in the United States descended from a king or a queen in Africa? Yeah, uh, well, I mean... I guess, like, I've always heard of, like, a man should be the king of his castle and his wife should be his queen. Like, if that's where that's coming from. But, yeah, if it's coming from the, uh, I'm descendants from king and queens and Wakanda is real and, oh, my gosh, what would have happened if, you know. Like, there, and I'm not saying that as a joke. There's a faction of people who think that Wakanda is real. 
you know. It is. It's in South Dakota. It's all white. <laughs> it's ninety-five percent white. Oh man, I don't know. Let's look at the demographics. No, I'm just saying. I mean, um, there there are three hundred and forty-three people in Wakanda, South Dakota. It is. Uh, damn it! Where is it at? Diversity. It is ninety-four percent white, three point three percent Hispanic, or multiracial, non-Hispanic. It's one point eight percent African American, and point seven five percent Asian. So Wakanda is ninety-four percent white. Yes. That is a fact. Fact. Who's your best it's, person? Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't. Uh, probably Trump, just for going to East Palestine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping you would. I I was hoping you were gonna say Trump because. Um. Yeah. I mean. Let's talk about how wonderful. I mean, that was a slam dunk. That that he had right there, like, um. The optics on that trip alone were astounding. Well, I don't really even care about the optics. The it wasn't about the optics. It's it's basically about drawing attention to a crisis that is being completely ignored by the person that shouldn't be ignoring it. I mean, this is like the BP oil spill. Yeah, well, I mean I, that's basically what it is. It's probably worse. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably worse, but that's what I mean by optics. Is he went out and he and he showed. This is how wrong this is, right? This is this is how uh, uh, backwards we have gotten into America. We have the president of the United States going over across the seas uh, to a country that we have no allegiance to, and giving them billions and billions of dollars, and they're telling you to go drink contaminated water, and they don't care if that's caused you to get a third eye. Yep. So, and then, I mean, he just, everyone loved him down there, you know, so did have somebody, somebody else. Um, my best person was Asia Kamasui, Kamasumi. Kamasumi? Yeah, no, but, uh, have you, have you heard about this person? Uh Uh-uh. Um, so she is a, a fashion designer, right? She mm-hmm. makes um, custom dresses that she goes out and she she um, uh, makes these custom dresses and 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 wears them out there and then you know sells them to people. But um, uh, but you know she noticed that uh, one of her custom dresses was in a bag. It got stolen in twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, I saw this. <laughs> this is pretty hilarious. <laughs> and then she noticed that Sam Britton, uh, the ex-nuclear uh, waste advisor uh, for the United States, wore that that custom dress, the one and only dress, on a on a interview that that he had. Mm-hmm. So uh, she decided to put that out there, and um, I, I was like, "This is amazing! <laughs> this this woman is a genius." 
Yeah, that's it's pretty nuts that. Well, she put that out there. I was just kind of wondering if it was actually accurate. If maybe she was just wearing a, the same dress, and then you know she was making it up that she was a fashion designer and she designed it. You know, because I could just see somebody doing that for clout. But I mean, it's very well possible that this is real and true. Yeah. So I could see it being possible. I could see it being true. Mm-hmm. But. All right. Well, um, if you guys want uh, to comment, their sense to comment or sense to tip or whatever, um, our info is in the uh, show notes. So until next week, have a good one.